Hello and welcome to Weekly Weird News brought to you by Cutting the Bull in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben and as always I'm hanging out with Mike, Hello. Claire Hi. and Pete. Hey. And today we're going to discuss the weird shit we found on the internet this week. We've got one returning guest to a previous article. We just point out that the Ukrainian-Russian war is still raging yep. as we speak. Yep. We haven't been caught up yet. Mm-hmm. Yet. Yet. But yet, you know what it does. But I was thinking because of my maybe civic standing, I might get given a commission. Because you know they used to give them out in the world. In Admiral world. Lafitte. No, 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 he's like a lieutenant or something, you know, he's not with the grunts. I ain't taking orders from you. You're gonna have to, you're gonna be a Batman. No chance. <laughs> you're gonna be on my Baldrick, you are. You have to shoot me. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Turn up in Double Dead on your first day, we'll arrange it. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you remember Greg Locke, the guy who organised the book burnings? Yes. The other week. He claims a devil told him about six witches in his church and another who leads worship at a Nashville mega church. This man's clearly fucking insane. He's living in witches now. This past Sunday, Global Vision Bible Church pastor Greg Locke continued his sermon series Desperate for Deliverance, claiming a devil inside a woman's body has identified six witches who's infiltrated his congregation. Locke also claimed that this devil told him about a lead vocalist at a megachurch in the Nashville area, someone who Locke claims is a head witch. So it's his rival church, basically. Yeah. But another six have infiltrated his church. What are we going to do? We're going to bring back the ducking stool, for fuck's sake. <laughs> if they float, they're Satanists, they're witches. Sounds if they like sink, bombs. they'll be good Christian women. We'll give them a good Christian burial. That's what they want, isn't it? Sounds like bollocks to me. He's burning books and trying to seek out witches, Mike. <laughs> I think he's a fucking lunatic. <laughs> I'm talking to the devil. Three weeks ago, Locke told his congregation that children with autism are demonised mm. because there's no such diagnosis in the Bible. Oh, for fuck's sake. Earlier this month, the church also held a mass burning of demonic literature and media, such as Harry Potter novels, an event that brought out Homeland Security. Preaching from Mark 5, Locke told those in attendance on Sunday, I know I say this a lot, but I love you enough to be misunderstood if I have to be. So far, I know I have some encounters to go and we have some witches to confront. Unbelievable voices of anger, rage, perversity, screaming, pain, healing, nausea. Every bit of what I've seen for days has all come out of believers, not lost people. That's not from Mark 5. Mark then sarcastically implied the people who vote for the Democrats are influenced by demons, and that may be a possibility. <laughs> I think I've got both sides of it in America. Yeah, there you go. Greg Locke thinks his witches in his congregation infiltrating him. Oh, he's just another think, one of these Bible I just think he's people, full of shit. Yeah. That hypes it up. That's and it. Yeah. Yeah. A bit of drama, but where does it end? Drama on a Sunday. What if he gets enough fucking whack pots behind him who decide, you know what, there are witches in our congregation and we should fucking burn somebody? Yeah. But there's nothing more... Of, uh, Flammable than, well, apart from gunpowder, than religious fervour. I thought you were going to say there's nothing more flammable like than people. <laughs> Depends how fat they are. Well, yeah. So what do you do with the body fat content? Yeah, okay. Some Americans have got up like a fucking Roman candle, mate. Most. <laughs> some. We've got some very nice, slim American listeners, I'm sure. And some plumper ones. Who knows? I'm plump. I can't talk. 
Husky is what I class myself as. Uh-huh. Husky. I'm festively plump. All year round. There's always a festival, Mike. <laughs> There's always a festival. Right, Greg Locke's a lunatic. Yeah, fuck him. This is about the Angel of Mons. Ah. Some more some tech more, news. Some more religious news. <laughs> some kind of lightning shooting from the sky. Ukrainians tell stories of divine intervention from the battlefield. This is from CBN, by the way. That's an American oh, well, broadcaster, isn't it? Yeah. That's CBS, isn't it? Ah. I don't know what the fuck CBN is. That was a Christian news the movie. Christian, oh my it's God. Christian news. Well, it made me laugh. It made, it made me laugh. Christian broadcast news, I'm guessing. Yeah, more than likely. Well, here's what Christian broadcast news are saying about the, the war in, in the Ukraine. It's obviously fake, though, but I'll read it. Are Ukrainians receiving some heavenly help in the fight against their Russian invaders? No. <laughs> Stories of divine intervention are being told that sound a lot like accounts in the Bible, including a pillar of fire at night and confused Russian troops. In this week's episode of CBN News, The Global Lane, CBN Ukraine director, somebody, explains that Constantine Constantin Litvinko. There you go, is showing incredible strength and resiliency in the war with Russia. They're also experiencing some divine intervention. Wow. Litvinenko said one man shared with him the story of his son who's serving in the Ukrainian army. He said the man told him on one dark night the soldiers were holding their positions and discovered there were a lot of Russian Federation tanks and other mobile units coming directly at them. It appeared the soldiers would have trouble defending themselves. The son picked up his phone and called his father. Hey dad, you have to pray right now, we're in a situation, Litvinenko said. So the father called other members of the church and asked them to start praying. Later, the son called his father back. He said, There's some miracle that happened. It looked like an attack from a spaceship. There was some kind of lightning shooting in the sky. There were aliens involved there. Yeah. And sparks were spreading everywhere. In the morning, the Ukrainian troops discovered the Russian tanks and other mobile units had been destroyed. All of those soldiers thought maybe it had been done by some kind of weapon we didn't know about. Litvinenko said it was just God's intervention. I have seen footage this week of apparently like live feed from CCTV in Ukraine of UFOs over Kiev and well, like that. In all fairness, UFOs are drawn to conflict. That is a fact. They are more seen. They are seen more over uh, over battle zones or war zones. Makes you wonder whether... Because there's a lot of... Well, there's, there's things flying over, so yeah, there's we... more shit for people to go, oh, it could be UFOs. Mm. Well, no, because there's a difference. If you're a civilian under that, living in that environment, you very quickly learn to tell what's a, a Russian fighter bomber right, yeah. and yeah, what's uh, something that you should... If coming in a little bit early, it's got to come in in some sort of like UFO-looking <laughs> like... Um, and we're not, we're not sending a fleet of secret NATO UFOs in just yet, Claire. No, aren't we? <laughs> no, just yet. We have already put one tester out there. Well, let's just put it this way. I believe the UFO story of a god. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. It's like with like, the Angel of Mons. I know that's fake, but I love that story. That's fucking sweet as hell. Big fucking angel with a flaming sword turns up and slaughters a shit ton of Germans. The Brits can escape. It's mint. Not because it's kind of German, it's just mint for stop. <laughs> and this is similar, you know, it's like... Well, that makes it more sweeter. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say nothing about that, Mike. We've got a German listener. <laughs> killing yeah. Nazis. Not killing Nazis. No, this was the First World War, they weren't Nazis. All right, well, whatever they were then. Fascists. Imperial Germany. Fascists. 
Yeah, they're just Imperial Germany. Mm. They're not fascist yet. The naughty Germans. <laughs> Less naughty. <laughs> I don't know, I like it. It's cool. It could be, or, or is it UFOs? As we said, a lot of UFOs thing in wartime. We did a full episode on it. Was it Thor? Thor's also a possibility. Or is it just bullshit propaganda? Which I'm going The for. Avengers are finally stepping up. Well, at least the Avengers are stepping in where NATO isn't. I'm yeah. going for bullshit propaganda or NATO. Four. No, NATO dressed <laughs> up as aliens. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna, you know, you've got this highly developed F-22 stealth Raptor fighter. What we're going to do is put this big inflatable ring around it so it looks like a UFO. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's actually quite a good idea. <laughs> well, that's what they did for D-Day, isn't it? They just got a load of inflatable tanks and yeah. stuck them near Dover and said, there you go, that's the invasion force right there. Look at that. <laughs> double D-Day. Genius. <laughs> hey, double D-Day. It's always a bonus. There you go. All right, well... It's, it's bollocks, isn't it? But I liked it. It's weird. It fits in with the show. There we go. Stand by it. Even if it isn't the Christian Broadcast Network. <laughs> <laughs> a neighbour leaves creepy mannequin staring at the next door in a petty row. I think this is quite funny. So the neighbours have complained that his window is invading their privacy. Simon Cook applied for planning permission to build a roof extension with Dormer and Velux windows on both sides in 2019, the court heard. Wandsworth approved the application in February 2020, but the council says that one of the Dormer windows should be non-opening and have obscured glass to protect the neighbour's privacy. That makes sense, I guess, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, if you've got, you know, one looking at someone else's house... Like, you know, bedrooms or and, and such at that sort of, you know, height. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it should be obscured. Totally fair. Yeah. Council planning officers did not consider the condition necessary for the Velux window because it faces the sky. But Simon's neighbour, Rosie and Christopher Taylor Davis, claim the window directly overlooks their bed. Well, maybe you used to embrace that. Embrace it. Embrace it. <laughs> Give them a show. <laughs> yeah, embrace it. Oh, they'd soon get it. Uh, they've not got it's curtains. Soon. <laughs> oh, they'd have to live in darkness. Yeah, it's only their bedroom. I think they should just fucking embrace it. You know, you want to see it? They actually said Bring that. They're, they're having to live in darkness with the curtains closed to avoid being watched day and night. No. Oh. As if anyone's that fucking right, interested in what that, in no, what Rosie no. and Chris Taylor Davis are doing every fucking day. So the couple that have lived in their home near Richmond Park for 27 years said Simon's window even looks into their shower. Oh, well, surely they've got frosted glass there. Every bathroom's got frosted glass, yeah. isn't it? What's the point? It's, <laughs> you can step out of the shower into the full view of the neighbourhood. Uh. I think these two are exhibitionists. I think this is a boy crying wolf too often. <laughs> Me thinks they doth protest too much. I say fair play to him with the with this old mannequin. You know, I'd probably put three up. Yeah, 
I'll probably do them doing different things as well. Yeah, I'd have one of them ones with your big open mouths. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you'd have one with like, you, you put one, sex doll one, one, one standing on its hands. Like, yeah, you have some feet in the air one day, yeah. wouldn't you? Or you put a wig on it, a different wig, put some glasses on it, do the makeup. You know, you'd fuck with them a little bit, wouldn't you? Yeah. Or with a fagging. Faggot's mouth, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Maybe a bottle of whiskey left on the side that you you sneak up from time to time and tip some out of now and again to make it look as if it's going down. <laughs> yeah, really fuck with them with it, go with it. I would. <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, the case continues, but the mannequin stays. So why the fuck do you think I want to see you fuckers naked, you daft cunts? And if yeah. you're complaining about a mannequin, then what the fuck? It's a mannequin. It's an animate object. It's, it it's, can't it's not see. looking at you. Yeah. Fuck off. And you know what? And if it's someone you do see someone looking at, fucking embrace it. Just fucking bang there and then. Why not? Start flashing they'll stop, at the mannequin. They'll soon fucking obscure the window. <laughs> yeah, live and let live. Free love, man. Try and jizz on it from your window. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? When I was 15, (laughs) maybe. Yeah, now he just dribbles out. (laughs) No, it's not too bad. How do you know, Mike? Yeah, how do you know? I myself. (laughs) I guess because you're 40, mate. I'm not. (laughs) That happens when I hit 40, is it? I don't get a spurt. When you hit 60, it's just dust. It's <laughs> 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 like getting hit in the face by sand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next one. <laughs> Roman ghosts to rise from the dead as they're dug up for new railway expert. I'm going to put air quotes expert <laughs> claims. <laughs> Right, the amount of shit we've talked about aliens, right? Can I be considered an alien expert yet in terms of this? In terms of the low standard being set for this level of expertcy? Yeah, well, yeah, anybody yeah, can. Yeah. Fantastic, I'm now an alien expert, listeners. You're in it here first. Probably be on the History Channel in a couple of weeks. Ben Carter, according to the board of the PTA podcast. Of course they met Eisenhower, of course they did. Look how far we've come. No, I agreed your daily star level, mate. <laughs> That's all you're getting. That's about the same as ancient aliens, to be fair. <laughs> oh, you got a point. A ghost hunter's claimed that Roman ghouls may rise from the dead from the digging for the HS2 railway. The claim comes after a digging team found remains of 40 decapitated Romans. Ooh. Well, they could be Romans. Could be Celts. No, they, I guess they're buried with... Stuff that they've. Uh, maybe. That would just top stuff. 2022 off, wouldn't it? Well, we get invaded by an army of Roman ghosts. Yep. Yeah, well. Dead. The Russians come one way, the Roman ghosts come the other. We mm. find out they've been in collusion all along. Mm-hmm. Twats. Roman ghouls could rise from the dead, spark where they're digging for the HS2 railway, ghosts under claims. Workers on the £100 billion line have already encountered sliced-off heads and decapitated remains during Britain's biggest ever archaeological project. That's just the workers. (laughs) (laughs) But Mickey York fears they face the wrath of ghosts that don't want to be disturbed on the route which was once a Roman settlement. He said, and I'm going to quote him, 
With the building of the HS2 network, the tracks will go through land where bodies are buried and not necessarily known to all involved. If this is the case, the spirits of the deceased could be woken or disrupted and would not be too happy. <laughs> well, neither would I if I have been woken up after a couple of thousand years. No. I <laughs> love the picture. <laughs> a ghost with a legionary helm, the white sheet ghost, the digital ghost with the two eye holes, the white sheet with the legionary helm. That is, that is, you know what, I'm terrified. That could be one of the best memes I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. That's not a meme. I mean, in all fairness, Pete, you haven't seen many. Be. It <laughs> could be, though, I mean, like, that could be a potential meme, couldn't it? Meme it. I don't know. You meme it. Yeah, meme it. Meme that shit. The digging team recently found remains of 40 decapitated Romans at Fleet Marston near Ellsbury in Buckinghamshire. Some of these skeletons were buried with their heads placed between their legs or next to their feet. And there are more than 100 sites along the HS2 line which has seen so far 70,000 bodies located to new resting places. Bloody hell. Now, Mickey says that ghosts reveal their fury at being disturbed with atmospheric changes and unexplained phenomenon. Of course and, they do. And added that in old, reportedly haunting buildings, any building work often sees the amount of spirit activity increase. Of course it does. That's due to the spirits not being happy with the changes that are taking place, and it's the same with the bodies of the dead. He's still going on, and I'll I keep quoting Mickey. Different religions have different traditions when it comes to the way in which the dead are buried, and also how they're kept. Any disruption of the land where the bodies are buried then could lead to an increase of strange activity in that area. Atmospheric changes in the close area are more likely to happen rather than Julius Caesar and his Romans being seen. Well, that's shocking, so we're not going to see Caesar, head of a Roman legion. Complete misleading headline. It is. <laughs> Disgusted. Although we could see an increase in, in, in activity from naughty Roman ghosts. Mm. I, I, when you said different religions have different traditions, I sort of went off on a rapping party. <laughs> <laughs> different religions have different traditions. traditions. <laughs> yeah, and didn't hear the rest of what you were saying. Yeah, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon, my career in hip hop. Mixing a bit of history. Yeah. Oh, please, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> so, what do you reckon? A Roman ghost going to rise in the grave angrily to disturb our atmospheric integrity? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm a monkey's uncle. <laughs> nice to meet you, Tarzan. <laughs> <laughs> Bollocks, Claire. Bollocks, don't believe in the undead, don't really believe in ghosts. <laughs> nah, when one turns up and says, Alright, Ben, you got a cigarette I can crash, then I'll, I'll go for it until then. Okay, nah. moving on. Yay, from Police. ghosts to this. <laughs> Police crack down on doggers plaguing the family friendly forest home with Winnie the Pooh. Ah. I've got to point out that to any foreign listeners who aren't familiar with dogging or the, the term of doggers for people who participate in dogging. And yeah, the noun is, I guess, the doggers. Mm-hmm. Verb is dogging. Us being grammatically correct. Yeah, basically, dogging is where you go out in a car. Watching somebody else. You dog. go, you go out in a car to a remote spot, and you have sex in that car with your partner of choice. And if you leave your lights on, interior lights on, people can watch. If you turn them off, 
then they can still watch, but they can't masturbate or something like that. You should know the etiquette quite well. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Lots of people meet up in cars. They, they all film each other on sex. They jack off. Yeah. Yes, I got all the terms because um, well, I haven't been dogging, but I just know the He's terms. He's been doing extensive research. He's been walking yeah. his dog around. Yeah. He's dogging. <laughs> I do know where some of the sites are in Telford. There are a few. You ain't going at the right time of night. <laughs> no, it's just, you know, you these things, you find these things out as an informed, informed person. Doing extensive <laughs> research. <laughs> you find these things out. Yeah. You know, I'm privy to several sources that you mere mortals are not. <laughs> they, they, they went to do it down the net, didn't they? Yeah, they do that, yeah. Yeah, so they go, well, there's one. <laughs> Well, I know where I'm going on my way home tonight. <laughs> well, anyway, police crack down on doggers plaguing the family-friendly forest home of Winnie the Pooh. Oh, no, not Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Minnie the Pooh? Not Winnie the Pooh, Minnie the Pooh, I don't care, whatever. Doggers, cars, Minnie. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was. This is going to remove the crown of the king of puns <laughs> on the week and just place it on the side over here. It can sit vacant for a while. <laughs> One of England's most idyllic stretches of woodland has been so dogged by the behaviour of doggers <laughs> that police have had to issue a warning. Ashdown Forest in East Sussex is known the world over for being the inspiration for A.A. A. Milne's 100 Acres Wood in the Winnie the Pooh stories. As a result, hundreds of families visit the spot each year hoping to walk through the scenery associated with the books and films. Oh, this is you Johnny's. the woods today, you'll have a big surprise. <laughs> There's a man jacking off for the my transit van. <laughs> <laughs> his dick's out of his flies. <laughs> people have now urged people, or police have now urged people, engaging in acts of sexual nature not to visit the Sussex beauty spot. Well, it does come to something when you've got to say to people, please don't have sex in this area where children are remote. <laughs> where else are we going to go then? <laughs> That's it. There's too many That's... kids nowadays. <laughs> you don't want to invite every Tom, Dick and Harry <laughs> around, do you? You've got to go dogging. You've got to make full use of the technology available, haven't you? Just set up a Zoom dogging. I bet they, I bet they <laughs> did during COVID. There was Zoom dogging. I bet the Zoom dogging going on right now. Yeah, that As we speak, as we record that's this. Isn't it just called Babe work, Station? Isn't it? Yeah. isn't it just called Babe Station? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, you know, I'm sure Tigger's loving it. He was always Bemsy, wasn't he? <laughs> he even he was cracking a smile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He liked jumping on a bit of tail, didn't he? Oh, Tigger definitely is. <laughs> he was just like, oh man, I'm so miserable. And he just looks over and there's like, just people having sex. He's like, oh yeah. I bet Piglet's a cock goblin. Oh, Piglet's probably like the fucking, oh, what they call it? He's just a gimp. Piglet is. <laughs> you know that. He's a gimp. Poor little Piglet. <laughs> <laughs> He's a twink. That's what Piglet is. That's the name. He's a twink. A slightly built homosexual man, Piglet. He's a twink. Pooh's a bear, obviously. Big hairy dude. Yeah, he's always got his bottom bear, hasn't he? 
He has, so is his arse out. Maybe he's a power bomb. <laughs> <laughs> That's a podcast of the time, then. <laughs> and finally, Pete. So, a woman in a relationship with a toy plane says he's the best partner she's ever had. What? I, I'm going to dispute this if she wants to message me. She's actually really <laughs> <laughs> I think we've had this dude before, you know. Have we? A long time ago, maybe. Sure. What's the date on it? No, it's a new... Oh, might be a new update. Yeah, January 2022. So, a woman from Budapest has found love with a toy plane and she says he is her soulmate. Sandra first bought the toy, which she calls... Lefanks. 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 I think it must be another one then. I'm sure we've had someone in love with a plane before. Yeah, so she bought it in January 2022, so a couple of months ago, for £600. And the union was to start there. Uh, yeah, it was started their romance. Okay. So what? the 28-year-old says she's falling in love for the first time in her life and share a bed with a jet every night. Okay, all right, let's just explain this, right? So the, this jet, it is pretty big. It is. It's over a metre, isn't it? It's got a big... Yeah, it's got a four foot, hasn't it? Three she's obviously foot. got a really wide fanny. <laughs> I, think, I think she's just rubbing herself against it, to be fair. It's phallic shaped, isn't it? Well, I don't know, you never know. Depends if she's using it nose first, doesn't it? I'd imagine so. You don't want to put the tail there, I thought she's going to be spooning it. Getting the tail between her lips. Been a mud flaps. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> mud flaps would be an arse, wouldn't they? <laughs> Between her lips. <laughs> mud flaps, wasn't it? Oh, the flaps. Yeah, get the tail flap. Hey, you remember the conversation a few weeks ago? No. No, I've always really wasted when we get to this point. It was mud flaps, wasn't it? And somebody said mud flaps. Oh, yeah. I think it was Pete. <laughs> yeah. And he said, that's when a woman said anal sex. No, 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 no. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, so Sam just said, I don't know why I love him, I just love him. He's beautiful and my soulmate. He's the first thing I see in the mornings and the last <laughs> thing when I go to bed. I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm going to dress up as that jet of my next time. <laughs> <laughs> with him. <laughs> I think he's not very communicative though, is he? He's not very talkative. She's got mud flaps then. <laughs> Does ever do. Does everything with him. So, so she's loved planes ever since she was three years old. Throughout her teenage years she's planned to pursue a career working with them as an adult. I doubt it. No one's going to fucking hire her now. They'll be thinking <laughs> she's going the plane. She flirts with the planes at work. Read on. So she did manage to land a job in the industry in 2021. Now Sandra works five days a week at an airport, but despite being surrounded by other aircraft all day, she says she wouldn't dream of cheating on Lufonks. <laughs> oh, I like it, Lufonks. I don't know. I, I, there's an image up there where she was fondling a big plane, like an actual real plane. She was fondling its nose. She was. She was stroking its nose. See, if my wife was stroking another man's nose, I'd class that as cheating. Well, 
Oh dear. Especially when his nose is that big. Yeah, so she claims she has something special and she's not prepared to ruin it by cheating on it with another plane. My big love is LXUCV at the airport, but the work but, but the work is work. I just do everything at home. <laughs> so in other words, she does like a plane at work. She blows her kiss and touches it. That's the way she does that. That's sexual harassment for the plane, isn't it? I'm so baffled by this. You hear about people falling in love with cars and things like mm-hmm. that. I watched this like you have to wear some dude it. jacked up over a car, some other dude's car, and the other guy was really annoyed about it. <laughs> what the fuck are you watching? <laughs> it was a documentary on Channel 4. But they are normally, like, really unfortunate... Sad looking. individuals. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> whereas she doesn't appear that way. She works, concerned. for one. But also, she's, she's quite, she's quite, quite good-looking... Good looking woman. <laughs> so buying a plane costume. Mm. <laughs> she clearly has issues. Because if somebody's having an intimate relationship that saying something without a soul is her soulmate, then mm. clearly some some machines do have soul. I guess whatever floats your boat, isn't it? Or flies your plane. Mm. Yeah, each their own. I, I don't think the model of a plane has any soul. I think this, uh, machines can have a soul to Can't a point. They? I think they build up one up with, with like, <laughs> yeah. I think they build one up in a way. It's like you tell <laughs> you telling me that no operators have soul. No, I'm not telling you that. I'm not, I'm not, some really like proper legit. I'm hoping I come back as one of them. Some proper like really sort of impressive vehicles and aircraft and stuff like that. It's almost like they do, almost like they do have a soul. They have a personality in a way. Well, yeah, they have a personality. That's what I you know, put onto them for your own personal emotions. They're building up. I'm not building up complex personalities. You say so, <laughs> so you said, you know, like the Spitfire would say that that player has a soul in a way. That's what he put onto it. It's just a hunk of metal. Jesus, Mike, stop trying to be. I'm trying to be fucking spiritual for a moment. You know, you say machines have souls. <laughs> the fuck you're about? You're a counselor. You can't go around saying machines have souls. I'm not saying they have souls. We're saying that they. <laughs> It's almost like they build up over time. They build up over time, that's fine, yeah, great. (laughs) Uh, There I am, trying to say something slightly spiritual. (laughs) Has that kind of carling got soul? (laughs) It's got barley and ops, it's good enough for me, mate. (laughs) I I sort of got what you mean. If you were like running a tank or a ship or something. Like certain bits, oh, you need to hit that bit. Yeah, they have their own personality. Yeah. You know, it always breaks like this. How many cars have you had You've got in your human. Yeah, they've got a personality is a better way of saying it. Yeah, they do. I know what you mean. I was getting what he was saying. I wasn't agreeing with what he was saying. I've got, I used three different forklifts at work. Each one has got its own quirks. Yes, exactly. Each one's got its own quirks. They're all essentially the same machine, but each one has its own little quirks. So it has its own little personality. Yes. So on that side of things... They You're projecting that personality. You're they all treat it. you really good, Pete. Well, no, because one you touch really gently and it does exactly what you want. Yeah. The one you yeah. have to be a little bit rough with. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I might, I get, if I turn and lift at the same time, my gastric it judders. Yeah. doesn't like it. Do it with the electric. Do it with the other one. Do it with the other one. It's fine. Do it with the electric. That's fine. That's kind of his personality. 
Kylie. Neil, that's Kylie's wow. personality. Kylie's I name, yes, I named the truck. It's called the defects. This is Kylie. God, I've named my truck. She's Bessie. Oh. Bessie. Why Bessie? I don't know why Bessie. Oh. Bessie. Oh, mine's just Kylie. She's got this gas truck. She's on a little purr, but she's got a fat arse. <laughs> 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 That's not sound. I sound Carla's a good singer, but she's got a big backside. Would you not have gone probably more with what? Kylie. Kylie. Yeah. Cardi. Kylie. Kylie, she ain't got a big ass. She's got a nice ass, though. Sexy ass. <laughs> yeah. Are you saying your fortnight truck's got a sexy ass? <laughs> this is why he, what he's saying. He's saying. He's into this kind of shit, isn't he? With fortnight trucks, isn't it? This poor little fortnight truck at work. Go around on that with a blue light and let someone look to see what the stains are on it, shall we? Well, I do a lot of time. I spend a lot of time on that truck. Oh, you lift. That rice, baby. Yeah. Oh, rice? Not with rice. <laughs> well, you you guys pervert that air to how you want, but I think some machines do have personalities of their own. Especially Kylie. <laughs> and that bombshell. <laughs> oh, shit. I haven't been thanks for listening. <laughs> Don't have a relationship with anything. There's not an animal. There is an animal. Oh, whatever. Not inanimate. Not inanimate. With an object. Don't have a relationship with an object. There you go. But they've got souls? <laughs> Some of them. Not all of them. Who's <laughs> <laughs> layers to this? <laughs> oh, I can do an all episode of this, couldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> What's got a soul? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can do the rest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm in my thanks for listening. Peace out, may the force be with you. Happy Claire, get your mannequins out. Stick them in your windows. And I've been Pete. I'm going to buy Ben an aeroplane costume for his birthday next year. Oh, thanks. Oh, we're just having a year to wait. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he's just got it. Damn. It's always Christmas. Yay.